All right, let's move on to another great game of the week. We've got the uh, Los Angeles Rams going back to Tampa Bay to play the Buccaneers. Uh, this is a rematch of the uh, NFC Divisional game from last year. Um, right off the bat, Puma, um, who wins this game and why? I mean, I don't like either side in this game, but, I mean, someone has to win the football game. <laughs> I'm going with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers only because of how bad the offensive line is for the Rams. And in theory and on paper, there are still horses on the front four and front seven of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that should, emphasis on should, be able to get after Matthew Stafford, especially with, you know, Cooper Cup, you know, having a high ankle sprain of some sort, you know, maybe did, did he's going he, did to he, be... Did he cry and need to be uh, lifted off the the field of play with his ankle? I mean, I didn't see him looking like he got shot on the first okay. wave All going right. on to Omaha Beach, but... Okay. So he's a man, okay. Uh, but, um... You know, it, that's a deep, that's a big concern because if there's all that Stafford's been throwing to you this season has been Cooper Cup because there's no one else to really take the heat off of uh, Stafford in the offense, and I think that's really the only person he trusts in the offense at this point. I mean, Tyler Higby was kind of you know a missing man last week. Uh, Allen Robinson looks like he's starting around the corner, but I mean, it's, someone's going to have to step up big time if Cooper Cup's not able to go. Maybe that'll be Van Jefferson. I know he was activated off of IR last week, but there isn't a whole lot to be desired from this Rams team. Um, I think, you know, this is kind of what happens when you go all in to win a championship. They did, and, you know, they didn't fix the offensive line. Their wide receiver core leaves a lot to be desired. And honestly, Jay, like, who knows what's going on in that backfield? Because Kyron Williams might be the lead back this week because uh, Daryl Henderson, I think, is dinged up. He missed practice, and only God knows what's going on with Cam Akers and, and this coaching staff right now. Uh, I never thought I'd say this with all the – going on in Los Angeles. Give me the noise from Tampa Bay and Tom Brady and coaching staff. I mean, I'm willing to lay the three points at this point with Tampa Bay to win at home. And uh, I mean, at this point, it is a must win game considering how bad the the NFC South is right now. Who had the who had the Atlanta Falcons leading the division right now? Not me. Not me. And, uh, you know, when I was looking at, looking at this game and thinking about who I'm going to pick to win, I came to the conclusion both teams are very talented, right? Very good individual pieces, and both are struggling a little bit. And for me, the deciding factor into why I'm going to choose the Rams to win this game over the Bucks is the coaching. And Sean McVay, I feel, can still, you know, tap into it. Um, he can obviously, you know, get his team to go. I think there's a serious issue with Todd Bowles in, in, in Tampa Bay. Like, I know everybody was super excited when he took over for BA and... I get it. He's getting a second shot after his debacle in New York. But what I'm seeing out of this Buccaneers team, Puma, is so damn concerning to me. Like, Tom Brady's play, yes, it's it's, it's an issue, and we'll rightfully say he's not playing to his, to his level, but there is so much more before we get to Tom Brady that is wrong with this Buccaneers team that I don't even know where to start. And I guess the first thing we should start with is obviously that running attack for the Buccaneers. I think Leonard Fournette's washed. I think he is done and washed. I think he was... Obviously very heavy coming into the, the regular football season. And it seems like it's carrying over because they're like one of, the, if not the last team in rushing, they're one of the bottom two or three on a consistent basis. But the more concerning thing that I'm seeing, and, and Devin White, I sent this guys to, to you guys in the Twitter chat. Um, Warren Sapp was showing a play where Devin White has somewhat kind of given up. 
And I've seen a lot of that out of this defense, which is shocking because Todd Bowles seems like he's a he's a very good defensive coach, and he seems like he gets his guys up and going. Maybe his maybe the fact he's a head coach and can't be in the uh, defensive rooms, uh, defensive uh, meeting rooms uh, week in and week out is an issue. But I've seen this now against the Pittsburgh Steelers, where they let uh, Trubisky basically close the game out for them. I've seen this against God PJ Walker carved him up out of all people, and then last week you saw Devin White half assing it, like he literally was not even trying to get over to make some of these blocks and these plays. So I'm really concerned with what's happening with Todd Bowles. Um, I think it's going to be, I think this is just the tip of the iceberg. I think this thing is about to unravel in Tampa Bay and and promise you Brady's going to get 90% of the blame because obviously he is Tom Brady and we get all that. But there's a lot more there than just Brady that's wrong. And I think Todd Bowles is number one, number two right behind Brady. Right, and I'll give you that, but at the same time, I mean, there was a stat at one point on Thursday Night Football last week when they were playing the Ravens where, I mean, Tampa Bay, they only had the ball for less than 15 minutes. Now, granted, I'm with you, the defense has been bad, but I mean, you're facing the Ravens here. The Ravens have the ball for over 40 minutes. That defense is going to get gassed. That offense is not doing them any favors. And yes, it comes down to the rushing attack, but I mean, there were... Out of all the people involved in the offensive side of the football, at this juncture in their their tenure together, you would think that Mike Evans and Tom Brady would be on the same page with a route. And clearly, like, there was a miscommunication. And I wouldn't say he was chirping, but there was some back and forth between Mike Evans and Tom Brady coming off of the field. And, you know, if, if I'm the defense that's been holding the Rams, the Ravens rather, in check for most of the game, and this offense is not helping us and putting, us, putting up some points you know, I'm not going to be able to stop a runny nose either if I haven't been off the field for more than two minutes. Yeah, no, I get all that. And, you know, obviously complimentary football plays a lot into how time of possession is divvied up, right? Obviously, if you can't keep drives going on offense, you got to put the defense back out there. If the defense can't get off the field, then the offense has less time. So that's a very complimentary thing. I just I just think with what we've seen as a body of work from that Raven, from that Buccaneers defense this year has been borderline abysmal. Like, I can't believe they let P.J. Walker do what he did to to that defense. So a lot of blame is going to go around and show Brady's in the burn of it. So, you know, I'm not even going to argue all that, but... I just I just feel this is gonna end horribly. And I think Todd Bowles was a wrong man for the job. We have to call a spade for we have to call a spade a spade and he was just he's not head coaching material. I think we can solidify that statement unless he turns it around in the next few games. But he had a horrible stint in New York and now it's the same exact thing. That's what pisses me off the most is he made mistakes in New York that he has not learned from. He he simply has not learned from and it's the same exact thing over again now. I mean, this is kind of the gift that keeps on giving for, uh, you know, pretty much forcing Bruce Arians out of the coaching coaching area. I, ne- right? I never thought I'd miss B.A. Like, I, I this is going to sound <laughs> bad. This is going to sound really bad. But I think maybe with how much B.A. ruled with an iron fist, with him leaving and the substitute teacher taking over, I, I think that's, that's basically what's happening here is that these players feel like the, the iron-fisted like teacher went away and now we've got the sub so we can do whatever the hell we want. Like, I, I, I can't, I can't like quantify how, how Devin White's not even trying. Like, I, I don't understand how they're missing gaps. They're not tackling well. Like, this is, I just can't, I, I don't understand. I really don't understand what's happening. I, I don't, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I, I,